Do you know what I've got in my hand here, right? Uh, I would actually <laughs> say, looking at it, I don't think you've got anything in your hand. I think you've got your hand stuck in something. I've got my hand stuck in a roll of parcel tape, and it's taken me immediately back to my childhood. Do you remember when you were a kid, you used to draw... Do you used to draw on loo roll like it was a control panel and put your hand in it? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm looking was... around the studio for some agreement here. It's just you. Like a superhero. So you look, you look at the panel if it was on your arm, and you put fake buttons and stuff on there. Did you ever used to do that? Neither of you or producer Adam used to do that, no? Never used to do that. What is wrong with you guys? <laughs> Boys, you've never lived till you've done this. Admittedly, I can't get this off my hand again, but I just thought I'd share it with you as... So how did that work? I mean, I, w- I wouldn't be able to get my hand through a loo roll. It was when you were a little tiny kid. You used to put your hand... Like my, my little baby daughter, uh, my eldest daughter, Erin, when she was a baby, she used to do that. Always have, like, a, a control panel superhero arm bit with buttons on it. Really? I used to draw that for her, yeah. Oh, I, I never did that once. And we're a bit bigger now, so you're not going to get that chance. No. Unless you get some industrial kind of tape or something like that. That's a part of my childhood I'd love to have had the chance again. If I get one, just one email, one email into the Hometime inbox about it, I'll be happy. If not, I'll never mention it again. Hometime absoluteradio.co.uk. So to get this straight, just so we all understand, yep. you used to go around... Go with, around. With I thought that's a leading statement. With, with loo roll on your wrist, pretending you're a superhero. Yeah, with buttons drawn on there, and you would raise your arm up, a bit like Inspector Gadget, press the buttons. Not meaning to be a rude question here. Mm-hmm. Was it a poor upbringing? <laughs> <laughs> Is the podcast then. That, that, that settles that. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. We head back to the 90s at five today for the Absolute Radio 90s. We've an hour left of the no-repeat guarantee right now. Lemonheads and Mrs Robinson, it's Bush and Ritchie. It's home time on Absolute Radio. Do you ever watch TV and think to yourself, or maybe even say out loud, I could do that, dead easy? I was watching a lot of kids. T- we're watching a lot of kids TV at the moment because our little girl's up at like half five in the morning. That's nice. So you know the TV, kids TV that you watch at that time in the morning is just really weird. Kids telly normally is quite trippy, but I think the stuff they they chuck out at six a.m. <laughs> is just any old tur. And you watch it sometimes. You think they're just making this up as they're going along. Yeah, making it up as they go. But it's it, there's a huge industry in it because you've got baby TV, you've got CBBS, and all these different milkshake, all these different channels and everything. And I've decided that making up a kids TV character is incredibly easy. And this is the same for fiction, if you're doing kids' books or whatever, dead easy. There's a formula to it, and I think at about 5.45 this morning after three coffees, I've cracked it, (laughs) Okay, Uh, And I urge you, we said this is a game you can play in the workplace, you can play it wherever, but create your own TV character, kids' TV character right now by putting a Christian name and the word the before any inanimate object you have near you right now in your workplace. So if you're still in work listening to this show, have a little look around and think three or four books down the line with this. This could make you millions, this. Some people have made loads of money on this. The Adventures of Terry the Tablet. See, I'd watch that. That sounds brilliant. <laughs> Good old Terry helping people out. It'd be like that blur video. <laughs> Coffee and TV just walking along. Uh, I've got micro- Michael the Microwave. That's good, yes. Yeah, Constantly yeah. dirty. Maybe there's one girl that microwaves fish in him every day and she, <laughs> he hates her. Uh, Sean the Soap and Harry the Hand Sanitizer. They're good, yes. Level floor bathroom, like level one bathrooms or something like that. Morris the Muff. Morris the Muff. Oh, here in the radio studio. There it is in front of me. Yeah, we probably need to check that name okay. along a little bit. Morris right. the Muff's not bad. Uh, I don't Larry, know what his adventures are. Larry the Laminator. Larry the Laminator. <laughs> Larry Laminator. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Rob agrees with you. Confessions of Shirley the Shredder. 
Love that. It's really good. Some of, some of the, the items, the documents that Shirley has been asked to destroy... Oh, if she could tell. If she could tell. <laughs> now she can in full 3D claymation. <laughs> uh, Finn Boyd says, Callum the calculator and Paul the protector. A uh, programme could be about maths. I need to get a life. You don't, Finn. You need to send this in the baby TV. Yes. You're on a winner there, well, these edu- they, they like educational kids' TV shows. It, yeah, exactly. On the subject of that, uh, The Adventures of Sally the Speculum, uh, that, comes in, <laughs> that comes in from a midwife. Oh. Might not get commissioned. I don't know what that is. I'm too scared to Google that. Don't. That's an HR incident. <laughs> uh, Sarah says, Iris the intercom. Again, she gets to listen in on people's she conversations. Does. Yeah, yeah, share lovely stories. Uh, and Chris says, Harriet the hair grip. And she's posted a photo of her own hair grip. <laughs> Some of the stuff Harriet gets to see is like the roof and stuff like that as well. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Uh, Dan the Plumber in Guildford has gone with the burning desires of Barry the Blowtorch. Now, I think that is... <laughs> but I like the fact that there's, like, a, an intro to it as it's well. It's very the clever. Name, it? I mean, it, it implies that Barry is quite a romantic blowtorch. I'm thinking Barry can't control himself. <laughs> oh, he blows hot and cold. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm really sorry, sorry. Shouldn't and then have done off, that. off the blowtorch goes. Off he goes. Yeah. Jim says, lol, <laughs> Sally Speculum, I nearly crashed the van. We still haven't Googled it. Thank you for it. Stop trying to trip us up, by the way. There's quite a few coming in <laughs> that are just trying to end Richie and I's career. Mm. Uh, Chris says, Stanley the signal box. I feel this is a long-awaited rival to Thomas the tank engine. A bit more niche in the train world? A little bit, yes. What yeah. is a signal bo- box? What uh, would you be doing? Well, it's, it's, it's a box where the signalman, signal person, signal lady controls all the signals for the trains. Brilliant. I could see that panning out into a claymation series. <laughs> uh, Abby says, how about Wallace the wheelie bin? He finds a different thing in the rubbish each episode, nah. but the poor lad smells terrible. I think that sounds rubbish. <laughs> Thanks, Richie. Um, D- David Strafford-upon-Avon, the adhesive adventures of Sticky Stephen, the sellotape boy. <laughs> Sticky Stephen. I am sky plushing that right this minute. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Screen day on home time. Monday evening, Bush and Richie on Absolute Radio. Welcome to paradise. He's referring to Ilfra Coom. <laughs> uh, listen, make up your own kids' TV character. It's as simple as that. It's a Monday if you're in work, look around, add a Christian name and the to any inanimate object. And like, like we said earlier on, you could be sitting on a gold mine here. Yeah, definitely. Literally sitting on a gold mine. Jim says... Oh, no, I'm not going to read that one. <laughs> read that one out. <laughs> Uh, let me move on from that one quite quickly. I want to see what Jim was No now. way am I... Jim, get lost. Jim, Jim. Joanne says uh, Roger the Red Stripe. Uh, and Joanne appears to be drinking in a hedge, or very near to a hedge, from the photos she sent in. Ian says, uh, what about Ian the Imodium? That's the best we've got so far over this uh, side. Jason the Decorator, Peter the Paintbrush. He's a very emotional character. Oh, my word. Red flag. There. Red flag for him. And uh, this one's got a little bit of thinking to do. Uh, Gary the Guillotine and Paul the Polyvinyl Acetate. <laughs> uh, Gary goes around cutting stuff up. Paul then follows him round, sticking it back together again. It's wow. from Jonathan in York. That's amazing. It's like two detectives. It's, it's yeah. really, really good. Absolute Radio's... 
So would you like to win £30,000 in time for next bank holiday weekend? The Mayday Payday is back and you can have the cash in your bank account by Friday to spend on the next long weekend. I've got an ingenious plan of what I would do if I got this £30,000. I would obviously spend some this long weekend. Yeah. I would then spend some more on the long weekend at the end of May. Uh-huh. And then I would keep back a lot for the final bank holiday of the year, the August one, summer holidays, big two-week holiday away. So you would se- like separate out your money for the different holidays? I would, yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, a little bit for this weekend, a little bit for the one in May, big blowout, end of August. I would go to an animation company and I would take these ideas with me that we've got right now. <laughs> you might need more than 30,000. Well, you can make it happen, at least put a pilot together. <laughs> Look, uh, Jess says, Glenda the Glasses, she's seen some things... Text the word WIN to 81215, no matter what your plans are, whether it is kids' TV show or holiday, it's WIN to 81215, that's all you need to do, and you could have this cash in your bank account by Friday. The Absolute Radio. £30,000 Mayday Payday. Takes cost £2 plus your standard network rate. Entries close Friday, May the 3rd at 9am. We're playing across the Absolute Radio network. You must be over 18 to play. Rules, terms and entry are at absoluteradio.co.uk. Do you know what? It's been remiss of me to ask you how you went on as your debut as a market trader at the weekend. Oh, yes. I went to the Lee Pop-Up Designer Market uh, on Saturday. Had a little stall selling my celebs at home pictures. It went very well. Thank you very much. I don't know if you saw on Twitter, I got myself the change pouch. It suited you. I had three zips at the front, right? I I, I decided bottom one for for change, shrapnel, middle zip for fives, no, for fives, and then top zip for tens and anything above. It worked really well. What about one pound, two Coins. Everything are in the shrapnel. Are you passing that as shrapnel? Yeah. How wealthy are you? I checked me out. Made the money. <laughs> shrapnel to me, that's bronze coins. The weird thing was, though, it was a little red pouch bag with kind of darker straps. And when it was hung down the front, I looked like the bloke from Cameo. <laughs> little cup piece on the go there. Uh, so, no, it went very well. Uh, we had a couple who drove over from Cambridge to get prints, which was lovely wow. of them, and Reading and stuff as well, which is great. Uh, but uh, the, the, an interesting thing happened during the course of my day there at the Lee Pop Up Fair. Uh, I was opposite a lovely lady called Danielle who runs a very cool company called Kind Bowls. And basically she does uh, coconut bowls and spoons made of bamboo because, as we discussed on the show a week or two ago, plastic is ruining the environment. Yes. So this is the right way to be going. And she very kindly gave, uh, very kindly gave us both a thing from her stall to deal with an issue that we raised here on Home Time about a week or so ago. And it's a pair of bamboo straws. Fantastic. Because what were you talking about, Richie, on the way back from um, your little drive? Well, you know, I understand the reasons behind it, but I'm, I'm missing I'm missing my plastic straw for my milkshake. Yeah, because we... Weirdly, I get the reason. Both on the same day, Richie and I had a milkshake uh, from a certain fast food outlet, and we both had a panic attack because the, the paper straw collapsed in on each this other. This solves it. It does, doesn't it? I could suck milkshake through this. I bet you could. I'd like to see it. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. You're about to hear a piece of music. Do not worry, there's no spoilers coming. But this is what I was up to at 5am this morning. It's the theme music to Game of Thrones. It's the final season. About three episodes in, it's all getting very, very dramatic. And as a big fan, I want to see things... I want to watch it before I see spoilers. Right, sorry, the penny's just about to drop for me. I saw a tweet from you earlier on today. I presumed you were joking. No. This is for real. 
This is for real. At 5am this morning, oh I had set my alarm to get up and watch Game of Thrones. So it's it's on Sky Atlantic at, at 2 in the morning right. and then repeated at 9 in the evening. OK. But it's on at 2, so you can watch it at the same time as it goes out, premieres in the States, if that's what you want to do. OK. Now, obviously, by the time you get up and you're going about your business and going to work, social media is full of people talking about it because they've seen it. So I can't get through to 9 o'clock at night not having seen things. So I'm thinking, right, OK, I'm going to set my alarm for 5am, Sky Plussed it. Right. And that's what I did. So what, why 5 o'clock, though, of well, all here's, times? Well, here's the further logic. I presumed you had had some kind of, like, family incident and you were just up. No, 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 no. Rocco's going to wake at 7 o'clock. OK. So I'd rather get it watched before he's up, because if I'm watching it when he's up, then you're putting subtitles on because he's noisy and it's light outside. Suddenly, this this final season, which has all been quite dark, it's harder to watch because the sun's up. So if I watch it at 5am, there's no baby around yeah. and it's still dark outside. So before I came to work, before I've even had any breakfast. I'm watching telly for about an hour and a half this morning. Amazing. I just can't believe that at five o'clock in the morning. That's brilliant. And they're long episodes as well. It's not they like are, 25 yeah. minutes or they're anything. getting longer and longer. See, look, there was no spoilers there, fans. Well but done. But here's the thing, right? I think before going to work appears to be a bit of a wasted time of day. It is. I've got away a whole TV show there this morning. Yeah. I'd love to know what people do before they go to work. Yeah, well, it's fertile land because the rest of the day gets so hectic and, like, obviously we get back from work quite late. So yeah. Sometimes it's hard to do anything in the evenings. But I do I always admire people who have got the not only the ability but the kind of the foresight and the organisation to get up, get organised and sneak someone in before going into work. Did you just say I had foresight and organisation? Yeah, you can put that on your LinkedIn profile. I'll take that. <laughs> but I always admire when I go to the train station at Chalkwell where we live, uh, I always look out the windows you go down the steps of the platform and you always see people going for a morning dip in the sea on Chalkwell Beach. Before going to work? Before going to work. That's crazy. Which is an amazing thing. Take my hat off to them. So we should celebrate this on the show yes, today. Yes, yeah. So listen, if you do something, sneak it in before work whatever it is, all types of things, 8, 12, 15. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. There you have it, another edition of the Absolute Radio 90s with Corner Shop. Uh, as someone who's run the London Marathon, as a little nod to it yesterday, yeah. I drunk out of my London Marathon mug while I dunked two hobnobs in it. <laughs> <laughs> little nods to Marathon do Day. They, do they give you a... Is that what you get? You get the silver cape, do you get the mug as well? No, or? I bought the mug. Oh, you just wanted it. You just wanted people to know. <laughs> well, this, this old thing. Oh, just a couple of years ago. <laughs> Don't like to talk about yeah, it. Four hours 57 uh, before you ask. Yeah, a couple of hobnobs. 5am um, start then this morning for me. Watching uh, Game of Thrones, Marie tweets saying, "You amateur. We were up at 2am. Bit tired now. Going to watch it again when the kids are in bed. Look, the whole point uh, of me watching it at five. There's no point watching it at two. No, might as well still watch it at five. I've had more sleep than you, Marie. That Marie is doing the thing where you know you stay up and watch the Super Bowl and it seems like a good idea, and the next day you just die at work. You regret it. But 5am is like you just been up a little bit early. I've still had a conventional night's sleep, but I've got something in before work, and that's what we're after. Who's using this 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 dead time? before work to do great things. Should we just address a couple of the, the issues that we'd expected to get when we <laughs> talked about doing this as a phone-in topic? People like Andy in Brighton, who's been in touch. Uh, Andy, you know who you are. Yeah, You're you Andy. Are, mate. You're in Brighton. Uh, he was the first of many to suggest a certain activity. That you've sneaked in. All right, just imagine this is a bar that Richie and I run, OK? You're barred at the moment, OK? <laughs> can come in for food and carvery on a Sunday, but you ain't yeah. drinking here anymore. Okay. Uh, PPO says on Twitter, uh, I get up early at 4am, sometimes 5am, to play a computer game called The Household by Crazy Panda. He says, judge me if you want, but I love it. 
doing that and then still getting a proper job away. It's unbelievable, That's isn't incredible. it? incredible. If you can beat that, 8, 12, 15, we've got Crowded House next. Peace of mind as standard with no price hikes mid-contract. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Turns out not everybody gets up and rolls straight out of bed and has cereal and then goes to work. There's a lot of us that are being very proactive. My 5am screening of Game of Thrones this morning is just an example. How do you feel now? Do you feel okay? Do you feel like you're flagging somewhat? I've had three coffees today. He's slightly wired. <laughs> a little bit of a twitch in the left eye. Uh, and in the right hand as well. Um, 8, 12, 15. <laughs> <laughs> On the text. Are you sure you're watching telly at 5am? <laughs> Uh, let's move on to Jason from Driffield, who says he's on the golf course at 5am to play a few holes of golf uh, before work at 8 o'clock. God, you'd have to love golf, wouldn't you, to do that? Golf in the dark. You would love wearing a head torch. Headlamp. Well, no, at 5am you could just about get going this morning, I guess. Uh, I love this one from Catherine. Um, I get up at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. seems to be the time. Yeah. I get up at 5am to go horse riding in Hyde Park before work. Wow. How do you own a horse in the vicinity of Hyde Park? Like, do you keep yeah. it, like, do you ride in on it I down mean, the where street? would you park a horse box, even if you're driving in for it? Please clarify a little bit further <laughs> for us, Catherine. And I love this one here from Matt. It says, guys, I wake up at 4am and go for a 15-kilometre run before work. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Genuinely impressed with the variety of different things that people find time for early doors. Drew says, I like to try and go fast down the steeps in my local woods in my mountain bike before work. That's a proper waker-upper, he says. And Wayne from Nantwich says, I get up uh, before work half one every morning and go and feed my badgers. He says, retirement is brilliant. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Neil could be earlier than all of us, because I think it's last night. Neil, what did you do last night? Because... I own a horticultural nursery and it's the really busy time of the year. Uh, last night, uh, the only time I can get my carp fishing fix in is to go overnight. So last night I was out carp fishing all night, packed up about half past six this morning and up to work for about half past eight. Wow. Now, my dad is a fisherman like yourself. Is, is carp fishing where you stand in the water with waders on or do you sat by the side of the bank? Oh, no, you definitely sat on the side of the bank, not in the water. Wow. Not in the water. So let's get this straight. So what time did you head out carp fishing the evening prior? Five, five o'clock. <laughs> okay. That's a lot of carp fishing. <laughs> so five. So you have gone from five o'clock yesterday evening to 7am this morning carp fishing, gone home and then gone straight to do a day's work at your nursery. And I'm still there now, yes. Wow, how are you feeling? How many Red Bulls have you had? Are you OK? <laughs> Just plenty of coffee, no Red Bulls. Well, I guess yeah, at least no, you can sit there. You, you can cook the carp that you've caught and eat them by the bank. So I guess that kind of sustenance in many ways, isn't it? Well, no, you're not. You, you have to put them back, unfortunately. You can't eat carp. What? But, yeah. but this, 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 I've had this debate with my dad before. So what, what's the point in catching them then? Um, it's just the enjoyment being out in the, in the fresh air. It's on a nature reserve. It's absolutely lovely. So, so the question is then, Neil, did you catch one last night? No, caught nothing. Though. Oh, <laughs> Neil! After all that, so I'm a... going again on Thursday night to give it another go. Oh, you won't learn this, bloke, <laughs> will he? Knock it on the head. Absolute 
Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So earlier on on the show, uh, we kind of felt like we cracked the formula for making a successful kids' TV show and urged you to create your own children's TV character by putting a Christian name and the word the before any inanimate object that you have near you right now in the workplace. And it seems to be coming up with some amazing characters for people. You guys had some brilliant suggestions and Dave has got in touch with us uh, saying that he reckons he can help. Dave, tell us what it is you do. Uh, well, I'm actually a dental technician, so I make teeth and crowns and bridges um, as, a, as a job, but I, I do kind of animation on the side part-time for myself. Oh. Animation as in, because obviously there's different types of animation. If you're making, I'm wondering, if you're making dental moulds and stuff, are you doing like claymation kind like of animation morph. like morph <laughs> or is it sort of like stuff with pens and that i can i can do either i can do either digital like line drawn like like you would with a pen or i could do clay check wow. it he's an all-rounder this fella he is, isn't he uh, so dave you very kindly texted the show earlier on when we were talking uh, about uh this thing where you look around your workplace put a christian name before any inanimate object and hey presto you got a kids tv character and you very kindly offered to maybe animate a couple of them if you if you pick a couple that you that you really like that you think they, they may t- might take off, I can put something together and it'll just be a little a little clip, you know, maybe kind of just the guys walking on, high five and hold up a go Bush and Richie sign or something like that. Just a little scene. Well, Dave, that's all they need for the pitch at uh, at CBeebies, I would imagine. So here's a <laughs> few to run past you. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Rob suggested the Confessions of Shirley the Shredder. <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? She's seen so many things, the documents she's had to destroy, you wouldn't believe. Dan in Guildford, he's a plumber. The burning desires of Barry the Blowtorch. We like that one. Oh, I guess, yes. So, as an animator, that's suddenly, that's that's floated your boat? Yeah, more so than the shredder, because the shredder (laughs) would just look like a box. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you have to think like that. I see what you mean. John said, uh, fill the kettle, which we kind of like because it's like a play on the actually filling up a kettle. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could. Uh, again, bit of a straight up and down object, but yeah. Okay. Uh, and what about this from Mark, who has gone for Wendy the Wi-Fi extender? <laughs> Okay, I'm 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 part time animator, not a genius. There yeah. you go. It's there all about go. Barry the Blowtorch, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. It is. Fantastic. Well, listen, Dave, we appreciate you uh, helping us out with this. What's the turnaround time on something like this? Uh, it depends on what you want. Do you want clay or do you want drawn? Well, oh. I mean, look, there's no money involved, so whatever's easiest for you, fella. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, give us a week, and I can, I can turn something around for you. Excellent. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Let me ask you this question. Do you like guessing stuff? Yes, I do. I lo- do you know about you? I love guessing stuff. And I love guessing games where you've got to try and go into your mind and see whether you can get the closest to a specific number and find out whether you're right or not. Uh, and I've had I've had 48 hours of brilliant guessing going on in my life, right? <laughs> Yesterday we did the big shop in Aldi in Southend. I, lo- I don't know you, I love trying to work out what the total's going to be at the end of a big shop. Do you oh, get involved in any of that? that's a great game. That's a great game. It's a brilliant game. It really is. I mean, to the point where I get so much enjoyment out of it, I always get the, uh, the cash till person involved as well, <laughs> that I almost want to ask, is it okay to stick around and have a go with some of the other people who are finishing their big <laughs> shop? I don't want it to end. So when do you do your guess? Before anything goes through, obviously, as- but... Are you looking at, like, a full trolley? Uh, th- I want to do is I put it out on the conveyor belt, because then that's fair, then, because you can kind of have a proper view of what's going on. Yeah. And then I make my call at that point, then. Okay. And we'll see at the end, you know. And I'm genuinely <laughs> normally quite close. Within what? I'd say I'm normally within five to eight pounds. 
five to eight pounds. Yeah, it's not that close, depending on how big your shop is. It's only a fifteen quid shop. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a bit of guessing. That's yesterday, and then this morning, and this is one of my favourite ones because it doesn't happen that often. It's like a special guess. Uh, in the guessing calendar, it's the highlight uh, when we take our baby daughter in for a weigh-in at the doctor's. Oh yeah. So she's eight months old, and this morning I just love trying to work. It's a little bit like having a look at a fish. <laughs> How heavy do you think that's going to be? Because you never quite know with babies. Like, she's not particularly big, but she's quite, I don't know, sturdy. What's your margin for error on a baby? Five to eight pounds a game? About five to eight pounds. <laughs> so, look, if you like guessing games, what do you like guessing? That's what I, I would like this part of the show to be. What do you like guessing? I used to love, and it was a little tradition when I went to, um, back in the day, back in the Highbury, day. Oh, yeah. uh, to watch Arsenal matches with my dad. Used to love, once the game was done and you're leaving the grounds, Guess the attendance. Oh, yeah. And it was so old school because we both put our guesses in, but you'd have to wait till the paper on the Sunday morning oh, wow. to find out what the actual attendance was and who won. That is, it's like delayed gratification, isn't yeah. it? Because they tell you on the tannoy now, don't they? They do, yeah. But imagine that the next morning, add that extra, extra element <laughs> to sporting competition. So if you like guessing anything, make up a little guessing game. Let us know on the show, 8 12 15. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Aerosmith walk this way, it's home time. Absolute Radio Monday night with Bush and Ritchie. Asking you tonight, what do you like guessing? I like to guess the total price of a big shop, the weight of my daughter at a baby weigh-in. Richie's a big fan of the old-school guessing game, which was guess the attendance back in the day when they used to put it in the paper. Can't do it. Now it gets put up on a jumbotron. <laughs> it gets ruined, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And uh, we have the lovely Danielle Perry joining us, who, of course, will be on the evening show from 7 immediately after this programme finally is put out of its misery. <laughs> Danielle, what I love about you is no matter what chair you sit on in this entire building, you're always three do clicks this. down. How low are you sat I right think there? this was the natural setting that I sat down on, but it is small, isn't it? It's a very it's low chair. It. Incredibly I'm shorter low. than Richie. You are very I know. Oh, oh, that's a shot across his back. <laughs> I didn't expect that to happen on our own show. <laughs> wow. Uh, Danielle, yes. lovely to have you on. Thank you. What do you like guessing and what do you used to do guessing-wise? <laughs> what do I like guessing? What we used to guess uh, with my mum was we used to guess how many leaves were on top of a pineapple. So all my mates would be round for dinner and she'd yeah. go, right, come on, kids, guess how many. And then she'd really drag it out. You'd have to peel it off one, one by one. Two. One oh. for you, one for you. It went on for ages. Wow. So you, you, you'd all top of it, you guesses in for how many leaves were on the pineapple. Yeah. Are they like the spiky, like... The spiky, yeah. I've just had to Google what a pineapple looks like to... Uh, I mean, I've seen them before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to remind myself whether this was a good game you or not. You must be a nightmare on a self-service tilt. <laughs> Got to choose the picture. So what, and what, do they just pull the spiky ones off the top? I reckon there's probably a good 30 leaves, I'm guessing. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think back, yeah, I'm thinking between 25 and 35. A big number for a seven-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic showmanship from your mum as well there, but taking them off one by one. Yeah, as really going drag it out. And, you know, kids these yeah. days have got Nintendos and everything, and they realise that... The, the entertainment is right there at your fingertips. Making fruit fun. Making fruit fun again. <laughs> I've got a little quiz for you. Go. Guess my height. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> Daniel's on the way at seven. With Tesco Mobile, giving you peace of mind as standard with no price hikes mid-contract. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Asking you tonight on the show, what do you like guessing? Uh, basically, any little guessing games you make up for yourself to keep yourself entertained. Anna says, when travelling around Australia, we used to guess the name of the Greyhound coach driver on each journey. Good game. Love it. Uh, Sam says, love guessing how many minutes injury time in each half when I go to watch football. Very satisfying uh, to see the result when the fourth official raises the ball. I try that game. Very rarely get it right. <laughs> Very rarely indeed. Sometimes they chuck out like a seven-minuter. Uh, Chris says, being a taxi driver, I always try and guess where they're going before they get in, surprisingly 
think I get a fair few correct. Uh, Lee says, me and my sisters used to try and guess the age of the people by the quality of their paintings on the gallery section of Heartbeat. We oh. all must have done that. Do you know what? I used to love that programme when I was a kid. I never thought of that. You're kidding me. I'm literally going to go and buy some VHS cassettes. <laughs> do it all over again. And hide a Phil who says, guys, you know the way when you're watching the TV show 24, the clock came, comes up at the start and at the end of each advert break. Yes. To maintain the illusion that it was in real time, we always used to try and guess what time it would be in the show, obviously, when it came back on. Amazing! Quite niche and almost as old school as Take Heart. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. My 5am viewing of Game of Thrones this morning got some of you talking. It got us talking about what you get up to before you're doing things that you're doing before work. You can tell I've been up since five, can't you? This is the problem, isn't it? You start slowing down. He's going to be asleep. You're going to miss his stuff on the train tonight. No worries. Uh, Tom has called us. We need to talk to Tom. Tom, what are you doing before work? I'm a postman, and uh, before I go to work, I fly my owl, Edna. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is not a euphemism. He's being completely honest here. Who, bearing in mind, right, posties get up dead early, don't they? So surely getting up before work for you is like the middle of the middle of the night. Well, I'm one of uh, the rare few that doesn't have to get up early. So, Tom, look, I had an owl deliver the rings for my wedding. Oh, yeah. So I've seen what you guys have to do to get the owl uh, acquainted with where it's flying. And they're, they're not the most obedient of things, are they? Where do you fly this owl? So she lives at a, a farm, not not too close to where I live, actually, quite far away, uh, called Godston Farm. And they've got a big donkey field and I fly her in there. Uh, but as you mentioned about uh, having to train them, she doesn't really like donkeys very much, so it's, it's <laughs> taken a while to get her used to that. Owls uh, can't be choosers. Oh. No, no. Hey, so is it your actual owl? What, why doesn't the owl live with you? Do you visit it at weekends, alternate weekends? How does this work out? Uh, so I go and see her uh, every, every other day, uh, and I fly her before work. Uh, I used to work with animals, obviously, before, and um, I, she can't live at home because she's just too chatty. She's very social, so she likes to talk a lot. Um, and she would just keep everyone up all the time. So she has to live at the farm, and I go and visit her to make sure she still remembers me. That's heart-melting. That's melted <laughs> yeah. my heart. Could she not every now and then come on the round with you? Um, well, people said that I should get a black and white cat when I became a postman, and I thought an owl was a bit more <laughs> yeah. entertaining. But, uh... What does the owl do when you send her off, then? Does she go to that tree over there and then back to your shoulder again, or what's the, what's the, the plan? That's the idea, and that's what happens most of the time, but she does like to kind of adventure and wander around and... Uh, and pull the eyebrows off sometimes. a donkey or whatever you just say. <laughs> yeah, if she, if she could get that close. Uh, if she if she finds something like a ball or a, or sometimes a leaf, she's very entertained with it and she'll she'll show it off or uh, just play with it for twenty minutes and I can't do anything else with her. Brilliant. But flying is meant to be what she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Well, listen. Next time you're out there with your owl, will that be tomorrow morning? Uh, Wednesday next. Do send Richie and I a little tweet, just yeah. a little photo of you and Edna in action. That'd be great. A tweet to who? <laughs> oh, 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 he saved oh, the best till last. Oh yes. There you go. What about that? Pick that one out. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Can I ask you another question about the um, yeah. superhero and the loo roll? If yeah. I didn't offend you at the beginning of the podcast. No, 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 not at all. Because I've thought more about the fabric of a, 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 a loo roll innard. Yeah. So. 
did you put your fist right through it or were you curling it on after you'd pulled it apart slightly? No, no, it was still intact, so it, it was a used-up, finished loo roll and yeah. you would put your hand through the actual wow. tube and then draw the buttons on blown, there. I'm blown, it's blown me away. Genuinely, I, just give it a go today. I know I know, I'm not going to get any emails on We've this. We've not had any injury on the podcast, there, though, No, there's been none come in. Hometimeabsolutradio.co.uk. If you used to do this when you were a kid... Bill Bailey, did you do it? <laughs> <laughs> 